Welcome to the Unpopular Opinions. Unpopular Opinions. Have unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Okay, so what's an unpopular opinion? Unpopular opinions. To utter such blasphemy. He's got the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy. How y'all doing today? I want to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. Today I'm going to hit you with a little two-parter. Today I'm going to discuss why I think Damian Lillard might or might not be a top five point guard in the NBA today. And I'm also going to talk about backcourts and who has the greatest backcourt in NBA history. So stay tuned. So I was uh, cruising through Instagram one night and I saw a post by uh, Cycle asking is Damian Lillard a top five point guard in the NBA today and it really got me thinking man because there is a like I said before in like a last podcast is this this is the golden age of the point guards um if you look around the landscape of the NBA there's so many great point guards and a lot of them could be considered all-time greats not saying that of course you know all of them are great but there there are really good point guards and it really got me thinking, man. Is Damian Lillard a top five point guard? So, of course you have. So what I'm gonna do is I'm. I guess I'm gonna sort of rank my top five, uh, in no particular order until I get to, of course, Damian Lillard. Um, you have Stephen Curry. I mean, I think that's pretty much. He has to be top five from winning two MVPs to being in the 50, 40, 90 club to winning three NBA championships, uh, being, to me, the greatest point guard of, I mean, the greatest, uh, ooh, greatest point guard, whoa, the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry has to be up there, uh, you have Chris Paul, I mean, his pretty much, if you, his resume speaks for itself, but if you want to know a little bit more about his resume, go listen to my podcast when I compa- uh, compared him to Jason Kidd and Steve Nash. But Chris Paul is, you know, Chris Paul. Now, again, none of these are in particular order until I talk about Damian Lillard. You have uh, Russell Westbrook. I mean, second year in a row, he averaged, two, he averaged a triple-double. Um, next to a healthy Derrick, well, a pre-injury Derrick Rose. He is arguably the m- most athletic point guard the league has ever seen. Um, he's just a monster. And then you have Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie Irving, you know, champion to me, the greatest has the greatest handle of all time. Also, one of the greatest finishers below the rim of all time. You know, what he did before he got injured with the Celtics, he they if the Celtics had Kyrie Irving during the NBA, you know, Eastern Conference Finals, I believe they would have beat LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, you know, this is a big year coming up for, you know, Kyrie. And we'll just see how it goes. But then we get to number five. And to me, it is a toss-up between... Well, I'm not going to say it's a toss-up between two, but let me talk about it. So you have Damian Lillard. To me, you have Damian Lillard and you have John Wall. A healthy John Wall. Now, when you're talking about who is better you really have to ask yourself what do you want do you want a score first point guard do you want a point guard who pretty much i'm not gonna say only scores but that's their best attribute do you want a point guard where 
you're go- you're not going to get as much scoring, but you're going to get more assist and you're going to get more all around game. That's what you really have to ask yourself when you're comparing Damian Lillard to John Wall. As a career, Damian Lillard averaged 23 points a game. John Wall averages 19. However, and that's and to be honest with you, that's like statistics wise the only thing Damian Lillard is better at than John Wall. John Wall averages pretty much a block a game. He averages almost two steals a game. He averages nine nine assists compared to Damian Lillard's six. Um, he averages, I guess, four point four rebounds compared to Damian Lillard's four point one. Um, and all the you know, most of the offensive uh, shooting wise is all Damian Lillard. But when you look at the landscape of the Washington Wizards and of the um, Portland Trailblazers, John Wall and Damian Lillard are the engines that go. As you, as you, as you saw last year, um, when John Wall was out, they they did good for about four or five games. Then Washington just plummeted. Washington realized that they can't really, they can't really trust. Or I'm not going to say they can't trust Bradley Bill, but Bradley Bill isn't really ready to be a number one option yet. Um, and nor is Otto Porter ready to be a second option. So John Wall is the engine that is the Washington Wizards. And that also goes along with Damian Lillard. While you have CJ McCollum, and CJ McCollum is a great, great scorer and a great you know guard. With Damian Lillard, that just puts Portland to a whole nother level, to a whole nother realm. Not saying that they're like leaps and bounds, one of the best teams, but they are always a sneaky team, especially around playoffs and in the playoffs. Now, no, I don't think that, um, I don't think that John Wall or Damian Lillard, you know, are, are, the best point guard in the league but they are great point guards so when thinking about and asking yourself if these are the you know which one is better in my opinion again it's, a, it's about what do you want and what your team has um i don't feel like portland would be as good as they are if john wall was on the team nor do i think the wizards would be as good as they are if damian lillard was on the team um Damian Lillard, <laughs> Damian Lillard is a scorer, man. Damian Lillard is one of the best scorers in the league. Damian Lillard would put up a, a in fact, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum to be exact. I mean to be exact, but Damian Lillard had a game this year where he scored 50 points in only three quarters, or, or 50 plus points in three quarters. Um, and that that in and of itself lets you know how how much of a scorer he is. But then John Wall has had numerous games where he had 20 points and 20 assists or 20 plus points and 20 plus assists. So I don't, you know, being alongside Bradley Bill, John Wall is pretty much like a yin and yang and, 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 and they just fit together. Now, no, their personalities might not fit, but, you know, Bradley Bill is a score first shooting guard and John Wall, while he can score, is a pass first point guard when you look at portland you have damon lillard who's a score first point guard and you have cj mccullum who's a score first shooting guard now while that might not bring as much success as they wish in the playoffs it's 
those that duo, as in Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, propels Portland to and think about it like this. When you look at uh, Portland Trailblazers in every, almost every preseason poll, they either have them on the like towards close to the lottery teams or middle of the pack. But if you look at almost every playoffs, Portland's in there since uh, that one playoff where Damian Lillard uh, hit the game winner over Chandler Parsons in the Houston Rockets to bounce them out. Of, I think it was the second, first or second round, one of those two. But they. They are Damian Lillard is a score, but if you ask me, which this is my unpopular podcast, um, I would pick John Wall over Damian Lillard, and that not only is that because John Wall will get give me a little bit more as as far as get the team involved with his passing, but I'm going over the defense now. Damian Lillard, not saying he is. No, I'm gonna just say Damian Lillard is one of the worst defenders in the league. Now, and 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 he's already stated that you know most of his focus is on the offensive side of the ball, and that's okay. But when we're talking about point guards, and when we're talking about the best, one of the, you know top five, I want a point guard who can at least give you something on defense. Now, of course, you're gonna hear, but what about Steph Curry? Steph Curry is a terrible on ball defender. Steph Curry this, Steph Curry that. Steph Curry is actually one of the best point guards when it comes to playing the passing lanes and getting steals. In fact, the year that um he the year he won the unanimous MVP, I believe he was the steals leader as well. So while Steph Curry might not be the greatest on-ball defender, which he definitely isn't, but he he's a very very good a player like a very good point guard that can play in the in the passing lanes and get steals. Damian Lillard doesn't even do that. Damian Lillard, he's not worse than James Harden, but he's up there in that category when it comes to defense. John Wall, on the other hand, John Wall isn't like a lockdown defender, but John Wall is a very good defender for his position. John Wall, I think being 6'3", 6'4", John Wall is famous for his chase down blocks. He, when he takes an opponent seriously, which that's one of the problems of the Wizards, they play down to their opponents. But when John Wall plays against a great point guard or plays against somebody where he needs to lock down, he's going to do what he has to do to lock him down. Of course, there's some instances where he doesn't. But all in all, John Wall is a way better defender than Damian Lillard. And when I'm thinking of what I want out of a point guard, if I can't get the scoring like I get from Steph Curry uh, or Kyrie Irving or Jane, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Russell Westbrook. Or if I can't get the passing like a uh, Lonzo Ball or a Chris Paul. And when you hear me say Lonzo Ball, I'm not saying he's top five. I'm just saying. But if I can't get that from my point guard then I, I want something i want something on the defensive end and the great thing about john wall and of course i'm saying all this and i'm preferring prefacing all this as when everyone's healthy john wall is one of the best point guards in the league hands down john wall 
not only gives you he'll he'll try to he'll he'll slow down your top guard but he'll give you 15 16 17 assists with 20 19 20 points and that is to me an all-around game now no i don't think he's the best all-around point guard but we're talking about him as in john wall compared to damian lillard and i'll pick john wall so with that being said my top five in no particular order is stephen curry kyrie irving john wall russell westbrook and chris paul and number six would be damian lillard and don't don't hear me say that as in damian lillard is a a, a bad player because he's not Damian Lillard is still one of the best point guards in the league. Being sixth out of a out of a league of thirty teams is is incredible. But you know, and 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 I'm putting him over you know Ben Simmons, even though it technically says Paul Ford, but he plays point guard. You know what I'm saying? You know Ben Simmons, a healthy Mike Conley. You know I, I I'm putting him uh, above a. Alonzo Ball and putting them above players like that. Um, Damian Lillard is a great, 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 great player, but I just feel all around and when healthy, John Wall is a better player. I feel I'm getting more out of John Wall, which is points, assists, rebounds, blocks, um, than I am getting with Damian Lillard, which is mostly just points. And that leads me to part two. When we talk backcourts in the NBA, um, this also is a golden age of... Actually, this might not be a golden age of backcourts. But I do think that the greatest backcourt of all time is in the NBA right now. Now, when you look at the NBA... You, you have, like, the Wizards have a great backcourt in John Wall and Bradley Bill. Um, you have, of course, like I said, Portland, who has Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. You have, and this is depending on, you know, how they do next season, but you have Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, who's probably going to play a lot of the two, hopefully, over KCP or, or Josh Hart. Um, you have... James Harden and Chris Paul, who I think if they keep going for years to come, because, you know, Chris Paul did just sign that max contract for about, I think, four years. If they keep, you know, building momentum and they keep, you know, they hopefully win it. I'm not going to say hopefully. If they win a championship, then I will propel them over who I think the current best backcourt in the league is and possibly you know possibly i think steph curry and clay thompson is the best backcourt of all time i'm gonna let that sink in for a second steph curry and clay thompson is the greatest backcourt of all time but jay man look at you got the entire nba the entire you know the history of the nba there have been great backcourts there have been great players there have been you know this this that how you gonna put 
you know, a current team, the league has changed. Look, look at Steph Curry and look at Klay Thompson. If you, when you compare now, I'm not saying them individually is, you know, greatest at their positions, but what I'm saying is them as you know, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson together is the greatest backcourt of all time. You have, to me, the greatest shooter ever in Steph Curry and the second greatest shooter ever, yes, over Ray, Ray Allen, over Reggie Miller, over Chris Mullen. The second greatest shooter ever in Klay Thompson on in one backcourt. Not to mention, Steph Curry is a great facilitator as well. Not saying he's the greatest, but he's a great facilitator as well. And on the contrary, Klay Thompson is a great defender, an on-ball def- a great on-ball defender. In fact, he is in the running to to be one of the best two-way players in the league. You know, along with a healthy Kawhi Leonard, a healthy LeBron James, Klay Thompson is up there as one of the greatest, not greatest, one of the best two-way players in the league today. So I had to look, you know, you had so many great or I say great, so many good backcourts. You've had, you know, Steph Curry and Monte Ellis. You had Vince Carter and Jason Kidd. You had old uh, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. You, You know, you've had great, great backcourts, but I don't see one better than Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Now, the biggest argument, <clears throat> the biggest argument I had was, but Jay, what about Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars? While that is a great backcourt, and that is an all-time backcourt, of course, I look at, I look at the players individually. No, uh, currently, currently, I do not believe that Stephen Curry is better than Isaiah Thomas, but he's trending in the right direction. Give it a few more years. Steph Curry to me could be, could be top five greatest point guards ever. And that's, that's just how I feel. Um, Steph Curry, he just, he, he changed the game. Think about it. Think about this. And I was talking to a couple of uh, people I hooked with the other day. Think about this. When is the last time, except for the other day when he retired, when is the last time you heard Roy Hibbert's name? When is the last time you heard Dwight Howard's name as in a dominant force? When is the last time you heard of a traditional center killing somebody in, in, in a game? And the last thing I can think of is when Dwight Howard had that 30-30 game. But I, I believe it was against Brooklyn, who has, uh, I, I believe, a rookie or a second-year center who isn't really that, you know, he's not that polished. Um, Steph Curry has changed the game. He's changed the way that teams play. He's changed the way that teams look at personnel. He's changed the way that centers how, how the interview, I mean interview, how the NBA views centers. He's changed all that. 
now players are t- if you look at AAU games if you look at high school games if you look at college games look at a player like Trey Young while Trey Young says you know his biggest inspiration was Steve Nash he his game or how he was in college is just like Steph Curry now taking deep deep threes uh, a great passer he 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 was the college Stephen Curry now I'm not saying he will be you know Stephen Curry in the NBA I don't know but he was the college Stephen Curry now you have players taking 40 50 feet shots and coaches aren't getting mad if you can take it now you have centers who the the league has always been the league has always been a dump it down to the to the you know center and they'll get they'll get the buckets they'll 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 you know fight down low and and get get to the line or, or get a dunk like Shaq Shaq is one of the most dominant players to ever play this game and that's that's all with Kobe that's all they did feed him the ball and they won but Shaquille O'Neal would not flourish in today's NBA. I wouldn't. I'm not saying he wouldn't be dominant, but he wouldn't flourish. As in, Carl Anthony Towns is a dominant player. Demarcus Cousins is a dominant player, but are they really flourishing? Are they really propelling their team to great? Man, Carl Anthony Towns had Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins, and they got bounced out the. They they didn't even really put up a fight in the playoffs. They almost didn't make the playoffs. If it wasn't for Denver losing a you know a last couple games, they wouldn't have even made the playoffs. DeMarcus Cousins hasn't been relevant. While no, he is one of the best centers in the league. He hasn't been relevant when he was on the Kings and even when he was on uh the Pelicans last year. They weren't doing they weren't making any noise with Golden State. Which is a team with of course three of the top shooters in the league and three of the top shooters ever now like i said steph curry has changed the way we looked at the nba and changed the way the nba has been played or how how the nba is played which is why i do not think he's better than isaiah thomas but give it a year or two or 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 you know you can really argue that he is better than isaiah thomas right now i'm not gonna go into the argument right now but Steph Curry and Isaiah Thomas are, you know, damn close. But then you look at Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars is a great, great, great player. I believe Joe Dumars is a Hall of Famer. But I, I'd i have a hard time, especially in today's NBA, to put Joe Dumars over Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson is not a flashy player at all, except for when he's in China. But he's not a flashy player at all. But Klay Thompson is a monster. Klay Thompson is the guy that, that dropped 37 and one quarter. Klay Thompson is a guy, what, two years ago? Or a year and a half ago that put up a 60-point game with 11 dribbles. Klay Thompson is the guy that s- slowed down Kyrie Irving in last year's, fi- or, yeah, last year's finals. Klay Thompson always plays clay thompson's the one that slowed down james harden this year in the finals i mean in the uh western conference finals now when you when you when you look at a clay thompson and i'm not saying he's the best small i mean shooting guard in the league today but 
he is always he's up there. He's one of the top three shooting guards in the league. When you have to put, you know, James Harden, uh, Jimmy Butler, maybe a, you know, DeMar DeRozan, that's arguable. But Klay Thompson's up there. And when you put them together, as in Klay Thompson and Stephen Curry, you get a dynamic duo that is damn near unstoppable. Now, I was asked, but Jay, how about you you said that James Harden and Chris Paul could be the best backcourt today. So if that's the case, how was Steph Curry and Klay Thompson the best backcourt? And I say like this, man. James Harden and Chris Paul have only been together for one year. Now, yes, they were great when they were together for one year. They took Houston to heights. I didn't expect. I, I thought they were going to struggle, honestly. I, I thought they were going to struggle at the gate. And they kind of did for the first, what, two, three games. And they just took off. But they haven't really done anything. They haven't won a championship. James Harden is the only one of that duo that's been to a finals and got embarrassed by LeBron James and the Miami Heat with Kevin Durant, my dad. Chris Paul has only been to one conference finals. While Chris Paul is one of the greatest point guards ever, Chris Paul doesn't have doesn't have accolades Steph Curry has. Doesn't even have the the accolades that Klay Thompson has NBA wise. Now, yes, we're not talking about all NBA teams and rookie years and all that. We're talking about hardware. Steph Curry has two MVPs. We can take, if you want to take champions, I mean, if you want to take the rings away, Steph Curry has two MVPs. Now, give it a few years, like I said earlier, give it a few years and maybe, you know, they dethrone or Kevin Durant bounces in a year or two and Houston stays put and they win a championship. I can see, you know, I then we'll have a talk about are they better than Klay Thompson and Steph Curry right now? Because they could be. They arguably could be. But I need to see more. I need to see more than one year. Which is why I'm I'm not ready to put the duo of Steph Curry and, and Kevin Durant over Steph Curry and Klay Thompson just yet. I want to see, you know, get, give, it, give it a few years. Because Klay Thompson, like I said, is a quiet assassin. Klay Thompson, <laughs> like I said, will give you 37 points in a quarter like it's nothing so if you ask me like i said clay thompson and stephen curry is the greatest backcourt of all time oh another thing people people ask me what about what about um jason kidd and vince carter both of them are if not current Hall of Famers, will be Hall of Famers. Um, what about them? Or what about Mono Ginobili and Tony Parker? You know, what about Allen Iverson and Eric Snow? I laughed when they said that. I'm like, really? You really put Eric Snow in this conversation? Eric Snow? What about, uh, you know, Nick Van Exel and Kobe? Steph Curry is way better than Nick Van Exel. And, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. 
And what about Jordan? This 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 is what I say about Jordan. Jordan is arguably the greatest player ever, you know, hands down. But did Jordan ever really have a great point? He played again. He played with Steve Kerr. He played with John Paxson. He played with uh, Ron Harper, and I think it's what B.J. Armstrong. Steph Curry is better than all of them. Every single one of them. Now, yes, you know, you, Clay Thompson is, you know, he's not better than Jordan at all, of course. But again, Steph Curry is. So, and and to go back to J- Jason Kidd and um, Vince Carter, while while they're 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 great point, they're great. That's a great backcourt. If you if you asking me to pick today, it will it will be very hard for me to pick Jason Kidd and um, Vince Carter, who I believe who actually you know had some success as in getting to the Eastern Conference Final, and I believe they they went to the uh, finals once or twice. But nah, nah, I can't, I can't do that. That's if you, it's hard. Look, look at the NBA, man. Look at if you look at any game, you can see the impact that you can see the impact that Steph Curry has on LeBron James. Last year, a fun fact: last year, statistically, LeBron James was one of the best shooters. From I think beyond 40 feet, which is well beyond three-point line. He's statistically one of the best shooters. This was the first year in his entire career that LeBron James has ever taken more than 20 of those shots. Think about that. Think about that. And <laughs> I it's, it's it's an eye test thing. And it's an eye test thing, but stats kind of back it up too. While you people might have their gripes about Steph Curry and about Golden State as a whole, saying that you know Golden State is trash, they you know they need to form a super team to beat LeBron James. Um, Stephen Curry is overrated. Um, this, that, and the third. Clay Thompson. He doesn't have any handles or Clay Thompson not really that good. You you can hear it all. But at the end of the day, statistically, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are one of the greatest backcourts of all time. The eye test proves that Steph Curry and Clay Thompson is one of the best backcourts of all time. And it it's it, I'm not gonna say it's not close, because of course there's there's backcourts that have one person better than one person, another person better than another person, but it's never two players is better than you know Steph Curry or and Klay Thompson. It's always oh he's better than Steph, but he's not better. Than, but the other one's not better than Clay, or uh, he's better than Clay, but he's definitely not better than Steph. Um. Yeah, man, it's that's how I see it. I believe to to 
in conclusion, <laughs> I'm picking John Wall over Damian Lillard, which means I do not believe that Damian Lillard is a top five point guard in the league. And I believe Steph Curry and Klay Thompson is the best backcourt in NBA history. I want to thank you for listening to yet another uh, entry or an, yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. If you disagree with what I say, leave it in the comments. We will definitely talk about it. Um, it is a you know it's definitely a hot take when I when I'm looking at Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson as the best backcourt ever because there's been great backcourts. I didn't I didn't even say Jerry West and Gail Goodrich. Yeah, I didn't even say Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups. There there, there have been great backcourts in NBA history. So when I say Steph Curry. Clay Thompson the best and you disagree leave in the comments if you think if you're picking Damian Lillard over a healthy John Wall you know leave in the comments we'll talk about it but until next time again I want to thank you for uh listening and I will see you later much love Enjoyable to know you in the concubines. Niggas, take off your coats. Ladies, act like gems.